1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See mobilecom
0: Good morning, ladies Hey there, Tara. All right. You know, one of my favorite parts, a lot of times for me, my favorite parts to Super Bowl are like not even stuff that happens during no. the game. Okay. The actual game. Yeah. Um, I Googled this right away, and I think half the country did too, because it was actually trending almost immediately. Kansas City Chiefs star Chris Jones cries during the Reba McIntyre national anthem. Oh, did yeah. you see that? Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That
1: just choked me up. Yeah. My daughter mentioned the same thing. She
0: was, oh, he's crying. It was beautiful. Yeah. You know, and especially after all this kneeling stuff and yeah. how nasty the hatred for the country yeah. got over yeah. nothing, it turns out, since George Floyd was not murdered. He, yeah. Um. Anyway, we, Report finally coming out about that last couple of months uh, that's just been shocking um, came out in court um, testimony the prosecutors knew that he had overdosed because the medical examiner told them, and they hid it, and that's why they was ta- they were taken off the case, and we didn't know at the time during the trial i mean it's just it's ugly, ugly, ugly mess, um and all the stuff the country has been through, and to watch the tears run down his face as she's saying i just i was so moved by it i um, I loved it and you can imagine. You don't know, but you can imagine what he's feeling. You know, this is, he's standing on the field. He's made it to the Super Bowl. Um, and it just made him cry. And she did a beautiful rendition of it. Yes, It, yeah. was, it was really neat. So, um, also, another victory story um, around the Super Bowl. That, soon to be very wealthy, nine-year-old Chiefs fan. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the allegedly racist one, according to Deadspin. Yeah. Yeah, that, that kid, the kid in blackface. Uh, which he wasn't. Wasn't in yeah. blackface. Um, he he actually... Uh, so he's a huge... If you missed this, it was an absolute outrage. He's a huge Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. fan. Cutest little kid you ever yep. could imagine. Huge, just huge. So he goes out there. Every time, every game that he goes to, he wears that huge Indian headdress. Right. Part of that's because he loves the Chiefs. Part of that is he is Indian. Yes, His parents literally lived on a reservation. But because... He is kind of looks like your typical white kid. Um, Deadspin decided to literally destroy him, randomly gets a video, you know, not video, a a footage of him. They catch him from the black side of his face, Mm -hmm. not the red on the other side. And, you know, this they write this horrific article about look at this, you know, racist kid. Um, So anyway, they are now facing a lawsuit. Uh, they said he was making fun of Indian. He literally is an Indian. He yep. has a right to live on a reservation, and did classic
1: fake news.
0: So you know what? You know what it tells me when I see this. This is a good. This is a good country overall. Yes. Okay, we are not racked with racism. They yeah. have to really, really, really stretch to find some yeah. actual racism because right. they can't normally people. Right. I mean, yeah, there's bad people and, yeah, there's weird people in comment sections. There's not organized racism that pervades our society. They're so desperate to prove that point that they have to hop on things like this. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, the soon-to-be-very-wealthy, because, I mean, this is one of the clearest cases of libel I think I've ever seen. They didn't even bother before they ran the piece on a nine-year-old kid, right? Like, you can destroy him for his life. They didn't even bother to contact the parents. This is just standard reporting. I mean, I have a journalism degree. Contact the parents. Hey, you know, why was, why was the child in, in blackface? That's one of the basic things you do to protect yourself from a libel lawsuit. You, you want to offer, you know, you give them a chance to comment. They would have told you, hey, he's Indian. Hey, you, in the picture you ran, you couldn't see the other side of his face. It's red. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people paint their faces that way because that's the team color. Yeah. They didn't have to make this mistake. But they did anyway. He was at the Super Bowl. He had a ball. He was uh, just having a really great time, um, and uh, this time he had his face painted three different colors. But not that well, that matters. He do whatever yes, he wants. Yeah. just be a normal American kid, uh, which is really cool. So, uh, love to hear from you. Favorite moments uh, last night? Um, if you watched it, I. You know what? I don't care. Can we just okay? You know how President's Day is next Monday? We have it off here, right? Right.
1: Yes, Yes, we Can
0: we we just move that to today? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make sense we're taking President's Day off, but, you know, not Hangover Recovery Day, which is today. Nothing worse than having to go to work with a hangover that you didn't intend to get. But, I mean, look, the game went so long, you ended up drinking two, three extra beers, right? So, well, anyway. Not at my house, though. Yeah. Normally, Hangover Recovery Day is Sunday in America, but uh, today it's Monday. Yeah, so on your way to work, yay. Uh, anyway. Well, I, I mean, I, listen, I, I, I will pat
1: myself on the back here because I stayed up, watched the entire thing, and I was up at 3.30 this morning like I usually do. So.
0: Yeah. Wow. Now, yeah. There,
1: there will most likely be a serious nap this afternoon at some oh, yeah. point, but uh, hey, you know. At least I I was here and on time.
0: And it was easy for that game to trick you, too, because it was so late really getting started, any kind of action. It was 0-0 for so long that you could just kind of wander away from it. The entire
1: first quarter, no score.
0: Yeah. And then, boy, did it heat up. Yeah, And then the game tied, 19-19, at the end of regulation. Yeah. Um, So that, I mean, that just got, it just got nuts. Um, We talked about this when the show opened. I can't think of... Of the equivalent, maybe if you've been watching football for a long time, you can. I mean, if Travis Kelsey, after the Chiefs lost the fumble, literally yeah. going up and screaming in his coach's face yeah. and pushing him because that's what he did. It looked extremely aggressive, and yeah. I was like, "Ooh, girl, try." I, I mean, you, you're talking about Taylor Swift. That's one of those warning signs. You know what I mean? You get
1: <laughs> like, okay. "Wow." So you think maybe that um she should be
0: concerned about that? Yeah, I mean, that was that was just whoa over the top. Um. And look, uh, Coach Andy Reid was asked about it afterward, and he handled it with grace. And, you know, the broadcaster asking him this here is makes a good point. Look, things did kind of turn around after that conversation. <laughs> Take a listen.
1: Early in the game, the offense wasn't quite clicking, and we saw Trav come over and, uh, I'd say, have an engaging conversation with you. What was that convo about?
2: Because it seemed like the offense and everybody changed after that. What was that convo about? Uh-
0: yeah, I mean, so if you're try, if you're Kelsey, you are really confident in your place on this team. You can walk up to the coach in the sideline, push him a little. I mean, he was yeah. pissed. Yeah. And if you see the pictures from this morning, everybody's talking about this of his face, like freeze framed. He's mad. Oh, yeah. Never seen a player yell at the coach like that before. Yeah, um, but he did. In Chiefs coach Andy Reid uh, was very gracious about it afterward we still don't know exactly what was said maybe we don't need to because you can see the anger Well, it's
1: also easier to be graceful when you win (laughs) yes
0: yes had that been a
1: loss eh, it may have been a little different situation
0: so anyway here's the coach later ah it's all good so he came that
2: he came over and gave me a hug so
0: so sorry about that but he
1: you know what he just wants to be on the field and he wants to play and so uh there's nobody i get uh better than i get him he's a competitive kid and um he you know he loves to play and he makes me feel young, you know. But my balance is terrible, booger. <laughs>
0: Hell. Yeah, I mean, you—he—he he did have enthusiasm. We'll—we'll we'll give him that. Texter writes, "Hey Tira." <laughs> you have
1: to say the least.
0: Yeah, it was enthusiasm, boy. I tell you what. Um, yeah, in a good rush of testosterone. Anyway, uh, good morning, Tira and Lee. Why do they have to make all these halftime shows? sexual nobody needed to see usher groping all over alicia keys can't we just have a clean family oriented halftime show anymore no 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 No. we can't no we cannot now
1: i'll be honest with you i did not see that particular thing i didn't
0: actually well i yeah because i i I was
1: i i i I wanted to hear some of the usher stuff because i've heard the name and i think there was like one song i may have heard before and so after that i just you know i i I don't know any of this music and it, it didn't really do a whole lot for me. Um, and I do know who Alicia Keys is, and, and some of her music is pretty good, but all, I didn't really hear anything I knew. And I think there was a rapper, Ludacris, that was in there. Um, and then there were people on roller skates. So I, I don't know what happened <laughs> there.
0: Texture rates Kelsey Sheving-Reed was elder abuse, kind of like Jill Biden. <laughs>
1: oh, my. There's, there's a good political tie-in.
0: Yeah. Hey, by the way, speaking of, you know what came out over the weekend? I didn't learn this till this weekend because I didn't know. Do you know that Merrick Garland, who's the attorney general, mm-hmm. had the ability, if he wanted to, to edit her's final report on Joe Biden being too elderly to charge? Interesting. I did. I read that this weekend and I went, whoa, that changes everything. That sort of lends credence
1: to that theory that this was a setup yep. to eliminate uh, Joe from the ballot.
0: Think about what we learned in the last couple of weeks. We're going to get into this as the show unfolds. And no, we're not just gonna talk Super Bowl. I can walk and chew gum. The the when when you when you look at this, right, a couple of weeks ago, what do we get? We get uh everybody from radar online to Vice. Um, they're all breaking the story, New York Post, that the Obamas want Joe out. Yeah. All of a sudden there's a hit on Joe from inside his own regime. Merrick Garland is his attorney general. Attorney General could have softened that and didn't. Politico covers it, so it's from their side, right? Seeing Joe now wants Garlic Garland out. Mm-hmm. Um, feels like he's betrayed him. The, you know what this says? Look, Joe's always told us he's, he's not in charge of his administration, right? This is a hit from on him from his own party. And they want him out. And that's what this was. By the way, Donald Trump trying his level best to save Joe over the weekend. Yeah, Massive gaffe. Yeah. Uh, is this was a typical Trump thing. When you, This thing he said about Russia... Yeah, that's I. I you I, want Russia to hit NATO members? That's your message.
1: Of, I sort of get the point that he may be trying to make, but that was really a dumb thing to say. And also his reference to Nikki Haley's husband. I'm like, I I don't get that at all. Unless there's something else going on there that you're not telling us about, I really do not understand why you're going there.
0: The only thing I can figure. I knew the Russia thing was a Trump gaffe. It was fine for Trump to say, hey, I'm not defending a NATO country that won't yeah, pay. I got yeah, that. I'm yeah, with you. Right. But then the next step of, hey, and Russia should attack yeah. them. Uh, I'm a what? No, no. But then I kind of went, well, you know what? Is Trump, I'm trying to understand, is Trump trying to take the heat off Joe Biden, which that did, it immediately put the attention back on Trump because he wants to run against Joe Biden? He doesn't want Joe unraveling. Joe is the weakest candidate they have. He's weaker than Kamala now. Save for, you know, he did. Trump jumped in there, took the pressure off Joe, changed the conversation, changed the topic. I'm like, is this stupidity or 3D chess? With Trump, you just can't tell so many times. You know, but it did take the spotlight off Joe. The White House was probably like, thank God for Trump, which they never say, (laughs) you know. But if you want to keep Joe in the race, it was the right move to take the heat off him for now about his age i don't know what do you think text me 71307 on the car pro line 71307 Yeah, this was absolutely a hit on Chairman Ho. There's no other way to look at it. A hit on the resident. I coined that term uh, because we couldn't really call him the president. That upset people. We didn't know what to call him, so we call him the resident because he is actually technically the resident of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Whatever the case. Hers report, so that's the one that says, hey, look, Joe's just too old and decrepit to prosecute. Hers report, folks, was a total win for the Democrats. Not for Joe, but for the Democrats, which is why they arranged it. It provides a justification to jettison Joe Biden. Oh, look, it's not us. It's her. Look I at mean, look. Guy can't even remember when his son died or what he died from. That's actually more the compulsive lying problem than the age. But uh, yeah, Joe Biden's son died in combat. Also at home of brain cancer. So anyway, uh, see if you can reconcile both those things in your brain. Without it exploding. Anyway, uh the her report provides a justification to Jettison Biden while simultaneously announcing a decision not to prosecute. Total win. And what this shows you, the hit is coming from within the gates. Here's the only thing you need to know. It was reported by Politico over the weekend, a left wing bastion. Merrick Garland had the he's the attorney general, Joe's attorney general, appointed by Joe. Merrick Garland had the ability to edit that report. He could have gone in and struck those lines out about Joe being you know, too old to prosecute, but he did not. He did not. Now, what does Joe always tell us? Joe always tells us he's not in charge of his administration. Somebody else is, right? I've always th- thought it was the cabal around Obama who were the core of the Democrat Party. This was a hit on Garland. This, this, I'm sorry, this was a hit by Garland on Joe, but not Garland personally. This is a hit by the Democrat Party to begin to push Joe out. What are they doing? They're building the case slowly because they don't want it to be a shock. Why would you do it slowly? Because you need the Republicans to lock Trump in in July and then you jettison Joe in August. Before anyone can get a real good look at the polling on a new fresh Democrat face, think Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama versus Trump. We need; They need him locked in. They're going to wait till August, and so they need Joe to live. I don't know what they're pumping him full of. They need him. To, folks, if you've ever been around elderly people, my mom worked with them. She worked in a nursing home. She was a nurse. And she would say, and I've seen this too, once you start really going downhill, it, it just, it goes faster and faster. It's like a snowball. Joe, last week, we really saw that. We saw the beginning of it, of just that decline. It's going fast now. I mean, he has been in decline for a while, but this is this is new. I mean, this is a guy who can't even remember who did the terror attack on Israel. Think about that. What, who is it? And the reporter has to whisper, Hamas. It's Hamas, sir.
1: There's been a response from the opposition, but... Um, it, uh, yes, I'm sorry. It was from
0: Hamas. So Politico reporting two things. Joe's pissed because he feels like he's been backstabbed. Because he has. They arranged this hit. That her report. And by the way, they tried to spin it as oh, hers, Maga. But no. If, if they didn't have control over her, the special prosecutor, H U R, her, they they wouldn't have appointed him. The Democrats don't leave stuff like that to chance. They're not stupid. We are, but they're not. And Politico reports that Joe is also pissed because he feels Merrick Garland did not put Trump in prison fast enough. He wanted Trump in prison already. And Politico openly reports this. They're a left-wing publication. And, oh, Trump's mad that that Garland didn't already jail his opponent. What, like Argentina? <laughs> and what, like, these crazy third-world countries? Like Venezuela where that happens? And we're just, oh, but that's just what's so crazy, folks. They're just openly saying it. That's not us. We know what's going on. Our media is honest about it. But their media is saying it. A report from Politico reveals Biden is angry. Garland did not prosecute Trump sooner for election interference. I mean, that they would actually write that. In recent weeks, President Biden has grumbled to aides and advisors that Garland moved sooner, had Garland moved sooner in his investigation into former President Donald Trump's election interference. A trial may already be underway or even have concluded. So they're open about it. This is election interference is what we do. We, we intend to jail our opponents. We feel we shouldn't have opponents at this point. Rush warned about that. By the way, they would get to the point where they really feel they do—they are so right and so smart and so much better than everyone. They should not. They should be entitled to never be questioned or to have an opponent. We are there, and Politico is honest about. It. They're not even hiding it. They're not even pretending. Oh, Trump did crimes. Trump, you know, is guilty. He's a bad guy. Criminal. Idiot. They're not even pretending it. That's what's so amazing. But this was a hit from inside the castle. And look, we saw it coming. We saw this from Radar Online. Uh, We saw this from New York Post. I told you, what, two, almost three weeks ago now, when it was announced the Obamas have the long knives out for Joe and they are working behind the scenes to get rid of him. That is what the Her Report is. Protect him from prosecution because you don't want him talking about the crimes that Joe and Obama committed together or really that Hunter committed for Obama. You don't want him talking about that, but you do want to gently shove him out the door. And Joe does have... Some leverage here. Only through mutual crime, though. Knowing where the bodies are buried, knowing where the biolabs are funded. Because he saw and ran the Democrat Party's bioweapons program in concert with the Pentagon. Which is a whole other story. So so this is a weird thing here. And what you're watching is they can't outright threaten Chairman Hill because you don't know what he's going to do. He knows where the bodies are buried. He knows what they did. Both the Pentagon and Obama. The Pentagon... And John Kerry's son, Rosamond Seneca, all of it. So what are you going to do? You got to destroy the public perception of the guy until there's such a groundswell that, you know, because of his age, that it becomes about that. And public perception is everything. So once you understand the Merrick Garland could have edited that report, could have taken out the worst parts about Joe being old, Joe not remembering when his son died, Joe not remembering when he was sworn in as vice president or what the last day of his term was as vice president, all that could have been removed. You didn't need that stuff. You could have just said, ah, oh, we feel like he's a you know, daughter and an elderly. He'd be sympathetic before a jury. That's all you had to say, but they went a step further. And now you know it was them. You know it was them. They want him out. They're going to take him out. But not till August. Not till August. They need Trump locked in and preferably a convicted felon. By the way, Trump, man, I've never seen anybody get so lucky this last week. The Democrats are having some problems getting that conviction. They are. And look, even if Alvin Bragg gets it in New York, because that trial starts in March right now, he may not. they may not be able to give him time. They're going to try. They'll try to give him the max to get him at least some days in prison. Um, but it may not be much. He may be right back on the campaign trial. So this thing's going to get wild.
2: After the end of a good fight,
1: you deserve an ice-cold reward. Right there let me tell you hey you still got to fight for your right don't you you gotta
2: fight for your right. You believe it, baby, I'll see y'all next year.
0: little beastie boys reference there appreciated that yeah that guy's fired up sounds like he could have um played a whole other super bowl after that in incredible shape clearly aggressive though with his coach anyway Uh, That is Travis Kelsey uh, just losing it. And he should. Uh, They just had an amazing game last night. For those of you waking up, uh, long game, because of the tie at the end, Uh, Chiefs defeated the 49ers, obviously, 25-22 to in overtime to win Super Bowl 58. And, of course, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, still in his 20s, MVP. Of course, this morning, Brady comparisons all over the place. The new Tom Brady. Um, It's his third time winning the award. And again, he's not even out of his 20s. Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. And both he and Kelsey said, you know, in interviews by the end of the night, hey, they want to make it three Super Bowl wins um, in a row. That is their goal. So we'll see. It's the Chiefs, obviously, second straight Super Bowl. Third win in five years. Um, but they beat the, um, obviously beat the Philadelphia Eagles in the Kelsey Bowl last year, also by three points um and their run began in began in 2020 so they want to play again next year is what they're saying um so uh just a a whole bunch of interesting stuff going down i mean the game was tied uh, if you didn't stay up that late 1919 at the end of regulation both teams were given the chance to possess the ball in overtime 49ers uh got down near the goal line they couldn't get in so you know they had to settle for a field goal um, and the 49ers defense just had to keep uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs from scoring a touchdown to stay alive. But, I mean, they couldn't do it. Which is how Mahomes ended up Super Bowl MVP. And uh, in a cool gesture, gave the credit and the glory to God uh, later. So that was neat. Um, watching that. Okay. Losers for the night. Beer. Most popular Super Bowl beer in all 50 states. The official sponsor of the game, the ever-desperate Bud Light, didn't rank first anywhere. Miller Light was number one across the Midwest. In New England, Michelob Ultra. Uh, In much of the Northeast, Coors Light and Youngling, in Pennsylvania, a handful of states around it. The only state where Riser ranked first was Missouri. So I don't know what their money got them, but, you know, there you go. Biggest searches during the Super Bowl. I know what I was searching. Who is the guy crying during the national anthem? That was just beautiful. Brought tears to my eyes. So great after all those years of kneeling to see, like, a guy who, you know, happens to be black. But obviously also very moved, crying during the anthem. Tears just openly streaming down his face. It's always powerful when you see a man cry in the right context. Not a liberal soy boy, but I mean a real man. Uh, And if you're playing in the Super Bowl, you're a real man. So... Just seeing that guy, seeing him cry, just so moving was um, was absolutely awesome. If you're wondering who that was, that's who I was Googling last night. It was Kansas City Chiefs star Chris Jones. And he, of course, cried during Reba McIntyre's entire national anthem. I mean, just the waterworks started and never stopped. And CBS queued in on it. it. was awesome. Uh, Google Trends. Love to know what people are searching, what they care, because it tells you what they care about. Uh, during the first half of the game, lots of people were asking Google what was the lowest scoring Super Bowl like of all time because they wanted to see if like, this one going to rival it because it started so slow. Uh, it was actually five years ago. Only 16 points were scored in Super Bowl 53. Patriots beat the Rams 13-3 that year. Searches for Super Bowl overtime rules spiked 4,200% after uh, regulation ended. And then the phrase, nail-biter meme. Everybody was looking for a nail-biter meme to send their friends and family. Started trending. Um, and the for the 15% of Americans who admit in surveys, I have no idea how football's played. I don't have a clue. Uh, the third most common search, understanding football for dummies, was a top-trending search during the game. Because so many people use the game as an excuse just to go to a cool party, hang out with friends, that kind of thing. So, um, All right. Meanwhile, do you see what's going on in Hawaii? Pay attention to Hawaii. This is gonna be big. And I think you're gonna see a lot more of this after the election, especially if Democrats manage to dominate it, keep the, you know, keep the presidency. Hawaii is opting out of the Second Amendment. You're thinking, isn't that success isn't that secession? I don't know, kinda. Here's what happened. And they're not even using a legal justification, okay? Supreme Court back in 2022, affirmed people's rights to carry a gun in public, right? Because it's hard to second amendment. So there was a case in Hawaii where a guy got arrested for carrying a gun in public. So he sues. He says, I don't want to be a felon. Cites this court case, Supreme Court 2022 and the second amendment, right? The court case is called New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. So a circuit court like the appeals court in Hawaii says, no, you're not a felon. Obviously, you can carry a gun second amendment. It goes up to the Hawaii Supreme Court. And they reversed it. He's a felon. And a political dissident today. As much as any that rotted in a cell in the USSR. What legal argument did Hawaii use? This is the crazy part. Quote, no legal argument. This this is the quote from the from the justices. The spirit of aloha clashes with federally mandated with a federally mandated lifestyle that lets citizens walk around with deadly weapons during day to day activities. So we're just we're just nullifying the whole bill of rights. Screw you. They come for the second, they're coming for the first. They're coming for the first amendment. Every liberal state is going to want this. They're gonna want this. They write, the justices write, we reject Wilson's constitutional challenges. Why? They just didn't like them. What was their other basis for this ruling? Why do you hear this? Because the Second Amendment, the justices wrote, was written by some founding father, old white dudes, and they just don't think it's relevant to modern life. Well, that's it? You're not citing a court case? No. So no Second Amendment anymore in Hawaii? Guess not. Guess not. And, you know, you got to think about this. Why not? What what army is going to come and make them? Listen to what the Hawaii Supreme Court wrote. These are their justices. They reject the Second Amendment, and they're making a felon out of this guy because, quote, it makes no sense for contemporary society to pledge allegiance to the founding era's culture, realities, laws, and understanding. So they just reject the Second Amendment. Bill of Rights, not clear that it's in effect. What does this mean? Hawaii is now post-American territory. It is geographically American, like on a map, but not actually. Post-American territory. Watch this. They're not going to do the bulk of this before the election because it's going to scare people. But if they retain the presidency, they retain like the presidency in a house, and they can begin to make the argument no one's going to beat us nationally again because that's what they'll do after this, you're going to see wild stuff. And one of the things you're going to see is this. Blue state after blue state doing exactly this. Hawaii ignores U.S. Supreme Court, strikes down right to carry arms, firearms, says no more, no can do, not doing, not doing it. Wow. They'll go for the, like I said, the, the next is the Fourth Amendment and the First Amendment. You're going to live in a totalitarian regime if you live in a blue state. And they're not even hiding it. So the way I see it, Hawaii just seceded from the union. And if you're not going to recognize the Bill of Rights, which is what they're saying, they're saying no, we don't recognize the Second Amendment. We don't, we, the Second Amendment. We don't intend to recognize it. This is shocking stuff, folks. But I'm telling you, you know how the left is. The second these other states get a look at this, they're going to go wild doing it. Hawaii Supreme Court did not make a legal argument. In finding this guy, this guy is politically pro- persecuted right now. This is a political dissident like out of the USSR, persecuted by his own government. He made the mistake of carrying in public, was arrested, even though the Second Amendment says he has every right to do it, and so does the 2022 U.S. Supreme Court uh, decision. So again, the appeals court uh, said, no, you're not a felon. Obviously, you have a right to carry a gun to her. Case goes to the Hawaii Supreme Court and they reverse it. No, he doesn't. Well, why? What? What is your legal argument? They didn't bother to make one. Other than, you ready for this? The spirit of aloha clashes with a federally mandated lifestyle that lets citizens rock, walk around with deadly weapons during day-to-day activities. So spirit of aloha is now a legal argument. Cool. The Hawaii Supreme Court statement in its opinion is, quote, it makes no sense For contemporary society to pledge allegiance to the founding era's culture, realities, laws, and understanding of the Constitution. So there you go. This is the left saying. No more rights. You don't get rights where we live. You don't. We're not. We're not recognizing the Bill of Rights anymore. We're not doing that. So what you're going to see is these bills all over the country making guns illegal. Obviously, you can't do that, saying you can't carry, and then you're going to see state Supreme Courts affirm them. And this schism, them the, the split of the country will proceed apace. So I keep telling you, we are headed into an era where America is very fragmented and it's divided between American territories like, I don't know, South Carolina and post-American, post-constitutional territories, places that used to once be free and recognizably America, but now they have their their own system and it's a different system it's a totalitarian regime it's it's weird you know what folks we're gonna need to build walls like trump said but like around our own states to keep them out because once they actually have to live with what they think they want yeah they're gonna be trying to sneak over our borders we're gonna have to keep them out